content of the following program is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or cure. Always consult your physician or a health professional with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Ready, set, go! And the truth shall set you free! Welcome to One Life Radio. We are going higher indeed, everyone. Welcome to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette Fiaschetti with Jerry Caldwell and Marie Early. We are broadcasting live from Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC ABC News Talk. <laughs> That's right. We are live in the big D from the even bigger T. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my gosh. And we got a great show today, too. We've got Von Eaglen uh, with us. We're going to be talking about how to get through a holiday breakup. Is he still, is he on the line yet? Is uh, Dr. Von yes, with I'm us? Dr. Hey, Von, how you doing? doing? Uh, I'm good, I'm good. How's everyone doing today? Good, really good. I want to doctor. Oh my gosh! And I think a doctor, my eyes too. How come you know you never play doctor, my eyes? <laughs> because he's not an eye doctor. <laughs> oh my gosh! Anyway, it's a song by Jackson Brown. Many of you know it. Many of you don't. But uh, are there any other doctor songs? Are those the only two doctor songs out there? Well, there's also the witch doctor song. Oh, the witch doctor. I told That's the witch right. doctor, and this is yeah. what he said. What? Bing bang. Oh my gosh, oh. yeah. I don't think y'all will know this one. What? Thompson Twins. Doctor, Doctor. That's the song I just played. That's the song. No, you didn't. Yeah, I yeah, did. That's is. the same song. It's they the covered song. it. Robert Palmer's the original singer of that. Yeah. No. All right, you two kids. <laughs> no arguing on the air. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> we don't want you to break up during the holidays. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh Marie my can't gosh. quit me. Are you kidding? Oh my gosh. Yeah. It, it, that's funny. That's a great segue, though. But before we get to that, I want to talk about, I want everybody to know that today is International Check Your Wipers Day, November 16th. So check your wipers. It's a good time of year to do it before the winter comes and you're caught in a snowstorm or a rainstorm and your wipers aren't working. <laughs> I got to check oh them on God. the way into work today. <laughs> Did you? And they suck. Ah, did you know it was National Check Your Wipers Day? I had no idea. It was just, it was raining. What a dink! Oh my gosh, what are the odds? We need to go to Vegas. I'm going to come <laughs> up with my own random day. <laughs> oh my gosh. You what? do need to check your wipers and you need to check your driving because Dallas has the worst record in the nation. You guys, we have the worst traffic fatality and accident rate percentage in the whole nation so don't drive like an a-hole clean up your act be considerate and remember it could be like we pretend it's your mother or your 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 sister or your niece or your nephew or your brother driving beside you and be courteous and be kind especially around the holidays right you guys absolutely don't get so excited. And use your blinkers. <laughs> Calm down. People, I cannot stress this enough. That is not yeah. on your steering column for decoration. Yeah. It's your blinker. Yes, use your it. directionals. Use your directionals. Be courteous because people can't read your mind. And don't change lanes without, uh, without signaling and driving real fast and cutting people off. Don't drive that way. Do not. Because the way you drive is the way you live. And if you drive recklessly, you're going to end up a mess yourself. So, And maybe dead. But, you know, 
right? I, I, I get really upset about it. I do because, uh, you know, there's a lot of people on the roads and we need to be courteous of one another and not to be Debbie Downer here. I feel like I killed the room. <laughs> <laughs> Did I kill the room, Vaughn? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this is, this is relevant for a lot of people, especially people who are listening to the show right now because in their cars. To, uh, yeah. Yes, yes. I was actually uh, thinking about this earlier, just about how fragile life is and, you know, yes. one uh, text message that you're checking or one phone call could just really just ruin your whole holiday season because you happen to look down, get into a car wreck. And, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's no fun. So uh, these are important messages that I think need to get out. I agree. They are. Thank you for saying that, Vaughn, and saying it so well. Marie, you uh, went. Mm-hmm. What do you want to say? Oh, well, do you remember <laughs> there was there were those PSAs and it would show the last the last text somebody sent before they died in a car accident. <sighs> And it was usually like, hey, are you going to the party tonight? Or something uh-huh. just so trivial that yeah. it was showing, you know, is that really worth it, that text? But Good. those were really, I thought, those Powerful. got to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and important. Glad we're talking about it because it is the holidays. And, oh, my gosh, speaking, you know, we're talk- we're going to be talking about surviving the holidays after a breakup and how to get through a holiday breakup. But what about how to survive if something tragically happens, you know, to your family or a family member because just if somebody's clumsy, um, selfish driving, so, you know, uh, it's important that we all get reminded of that regularly. And I appreciate you guys uh, jumping in with me. But, uh, you know, Vaughn, let me officially introduce you for those listening for the first time. Dr. Vaughn Eaglin is a licensed professional counselor supervisor at Preston Place Counseling here in Dallas, Texas, and serves as a mental health consultant for the Dallas Mavericks wellness team. He is, sees a wide range of clients, including couples, individuals and families he specializes uh, in uh, in men's issues anger management athletes adolescents young adults abuse depression anxiety and multicultural clients just to name a few of his specialties he is a uh, he uh, as previously taught as an adjunct faculty member at Southern Methodist University and the University of North Texas. Dr. Eaglin's research focuses on developing a new approach to couple relationship dynamics. You can find Vaughn Talks there, find Vaughn, Dr. Vaughn at VaughnTalksTherapy.com or follow him on Instagram at Talks. Okay, Vaughn, so many people out there. No, this is a time of year that a lot of people break up too you know and marie has this belief that men break up with you on purpose around the holidays so they don't have to buy you a gift is that true <laughs> certainly not yeah, well you know i i think men and women uh break up with people for a variety of reasons one reason definitely could be you know what i don't feel like buying you a gift I actually had a girlfriend who did this one time she broke up with me and then she got back with me the day after christmas when everything went back on sale and I, I'm sure that she, took <laughs> she, she bought me. I said, why did I get a, a gift right after Christmas with this new cologne that just went on sale and this new shirt? I was like, I don't know if she was just cheap or what, mm. but she did break up with me. <laughs> so mm. I think it worked both ways. Wow. But, uh, wow, is right. Yeah. So, I, yeah, so I, I, like I said, though, I think there are a variety of reasons why people can break up with you. Um, you know, that commitment and not wanting to stay true to that commitment could be one of those things. But everything from the increased stress of the holidays, yes. Most people have a lot of financial uh, pressures during the holidays with gift giving and social events and uh, eating more and family gatherings. And, um, and a lot of times, whenever you have that increased stress, if you have cracks in your relationship already, then those cracks can sometimes become a little bit bigger because, um, uh-huh. you know, if, if there's stress there, then, you know, the, the crack, you know, will sometimes 
I won't say can end the relationship, but yeah, it, it certainly can because when people experience stress, they'll react in a variety of reasons that, you know, or, or, or rather in a variety mm-hmm. of ways that aren't always conducive to the health and stability of a relationship. Wow. Um, I, 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 I love that you call it a crack. Ahead. I love that you call it a crack. <laughs> so what define yeah, so, a crack? What would be a, what would be um, a typical crack in a relationship? And can that crack oh, be repaired? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With some yeah, putty. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, well, uh, that's a very complicated answer. Well, there's a very complicated answer to your to, uh, to your question. Um, a crack could really represent, at the end of the day, any time where you can't trust your partner. Uh, you've heard mm-hmm. me say this many times that uh, trust comes in many different forms inside of a relationship. But really, in the back of your mind, when you think to yourself, you know what? I can't quite depend on my partner in this way. I can't depend on you to be there for me whenever I'm down and out, or I'm sick and tired, or uh, to be emotionally supportive when I get home or to be there as a sexual partner or the fidelity of our relationship because you tend to, you know, go spread the love in other places. You know, I, I can't depend on you financially. And so a crack can really represent any type of wound or and a lot of and gotten mm-hmm. that's a couple, couple therapy. We call these regrettable incidents and everybody's going to have. Yeah. Them. But when when those incidents are not addressed and they are not processed fully, that's when the crack begins to get a little bit bigger because. Um, when the incident does not get addressed, you will start to rehearse and remember it. First, you'll remember it, but then you'll continue to rehearse that in your mind continuously. Mm -hmm. And as you turn it over and over in your mind, you start to develop feelings about your partner that where you start to think they're selfish. You may develop what's called cognitive dissonance, where it's like, you know, I like you, but I really don't like you. Um, Conflict would tend to increase even when when there is conflict. Um, It's escalated, and then when there's not conflict, it's also like this elephant in the room and a lot of times, over time, trust will continue to devolve. The betrayal, mm-hmm. you start doing this cost-benefit analysis. Ah, should I be in this relationship? I'm not sure because I really don't like you. Um, and then, yeah, that just sets the tone. So it's really important that you can uh, address the cracks, um, hopefully proactively, uh, in order uh, – because when stress hits, and it will happen, you know, that those cracks don't get bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I was going to go ahead, Marie, what were you want to say? Well, no, I was going to say like also too, I feel like it's kind of what Bond said, but if, if you're not sure you really are into the person or the relationship and it's been a couple months or whatever, and you don't want to introduce them to your family, I bet a lot of people would Oh, that. that's a good point. Yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> you know, as you were speaking and I was listening, Vaughn, some of the things that came to my mind, one of them was, and we've talked about this many times on the air, and I think it's important to remind people getting into maybe a new serious relationship or coming out of one, is it still true that a man needs to feel respected mostly and a woman needs to feel safe mostly? Do those still do those two rules still apply? I think by and large they do, but there's a lot to consider whenever you think about those two specific rules. Uh, again, these, mm-hmm. these are overgeneralizations in some ways, but um, mm-hmm. you know, safety comes in many different forms. For instance, one woman may want financial security. Another woman definitely wants emotional security. But safety and security come in a lot of different forms. Um, And from a respect standpoint, and and again, this is my personal perspective, sometimes, and you you ladies and gentlemen, men don't always do the things we need to do to be respected yet and still demands to be respected. Mm -hmm. And that's not a good thing. So, again, can I trust that you're going to do the things and be responsible um, so I can respect you? Uh, without you just saying you need to respect me because of my position and that's not always the case Mm -hmm. yeah as my dad would say uh god bless his soul uh respect it's earned 
it just doesn't come right it's got to be earned you don't yeah. just automatically you know you don't automatically disrespect disrespect someone either but in a relationship for sure it's earned and if it's broken by a crack or something right it's it takes a lot to get it back but i'm looking at the clock and we're going to go for a quick a quick crack a quick break <laughs> <laughs> Stay stay tuned. We'll be right back. More coming up with Dr. Von Eaglen. You can find him at dr.vontalks on Instagram or at vontalkstherapy.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. If you miss the show, not to worry. You can always catch the podcast after the broadcast at oneliferadio.com or your favorite podcast app. Be sweet, barricade. (laughs) We've all heard the mantra that vaccines are safe and effective, but is it really true? Turtles All the Way Down, Vaccine Science and Myth is an in-depth review and analysis of the science on vaccine safety. By the time you finish reading, not only will you see the answer clearly for yourself, you will also have the scientific references and quotes at your disposal that prove it. More than 1,200 of them. From mainstream scientific papers and textbooks to official government publications and vaccine manufacturers' documents. Whether you are new to the vaccine debate or a veteran seeking a deeper grasp of the science, Turtles All the Way Down Vaccine Science and Myth is a must-read. Now available on Amazon. Magnesium supports the health of nearly every system in the human body. Yet it can be difficult to maintain healthy levels through diet or supplements. The ideal way to restore and maintain healthy magnesium levels is through your body's largest, most efficient organ of absorption, your skin. Be sure that your body is getting the magnesium it needs with Ancient Minerals, the number one recommended topical magnesium among health practitioners worldwide. Their lotions, highly concentrated magnesium oils, bath salts and gels make it easy to get the daily magnesium you need to thrive. And the best part? Ancient Minerals is part of Enviromedica, a name synonymous with quality and integrity. Learn more about magnesium and ancient minerals at Enviromedica.com. Back with more positivity pouring out your speakers. It's One Life Radio. Welcome back to One Life Radio, everyone. This is Bernadette Biaschetti with Jerry Caldwell, Marie Early, and Dr. Von Eaglin. We are continuing our live broadcast here from Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. I just want to remind everyone that if you love the show and sometimes you miss the broadcast, you can always go back and listen to the podcast on any of your favorite podcast app and uh, and check it out after the show. But uh, it's so great to have you with us, Vaughn, Dr. Vaughn. I got to get used to that now that you're a doctor. Dr. Vaughn Eaglin, everyone, he... uh He's, an, he's a licensed professional counselor, supervisor at Preston Place Counseling here in Dallas, Texas, and serves as a mental health consultant for the Dallas Mavericks wellness team. Uh, and he, you can find him, as I said, at VonTalksTherapy.com or on Instagram at Dr. That's D-R die, uh, D-R dot <laughs> Von Talks. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, Von, let, let's talk about this. How to get through a holiday breakup. We talked about what, you know, what are the typical things that couples break up during the holidays is there anything that's unusual that people don't know that that's common you know like i don't know like uh, what marie said about the gift giving i can't even imagine breaking up with someone over a gift but well, now so I'm just, will, yeah. yeah 
Go ahead. Go ahead, Marie. No, I was just saying, like, again, if you've just been dating for a couple months or you don't really like them or you don't think see it going anywhere, then why go through that? And why yeah. spend the money? Well, if you don't and, really like them, that's the first clue that you need to break up. <laughs> well, you know, how you just... <laughs> People will go along. People will go a while trying to, yeah, you know, feel know. it out. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just need someone to go to the party with you. You know, we've all done it, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. So, you know, from my standpoint, I would say that chemistry either it is. Or it is, you know, so mm. sometimes you can just, you know, whether or not you're really into somebody, at least initially. Uh, but to your point, I think relationships will go through different phases. And if you're just getting with someone and you're really just enamored with that person, you know, um, you're probably going to want, want to spend a lot of time with them. However, if you've been with this person for a long period of time, like we were talking about before break, there are cracks in the relationship. And um, you know what? There's pressure to commit. You know, a lot of times couples, you know, when I have pressure to commit or take the next stage, like you want to get engaged, uh, you know, that forces us to evaluate the relationship. Sometimes people will break up over the holidays because of that. Um, I would say that sometimes people break up over the holidays because of unrealistic expectations as well. Um, you know, like this romantic uh, experience that I was planning on having or this happy gathering. Oftentimes people can break up because of that. Uh, but by and large, usually around the holiday, around the holidays, people start reflecting on their life. You know, this is the time of year when they start uh -huh. assessing what's important to them. They start considering what they need or what they don't need. Sometimes they may start setting boundaries. You know, people do New Year's resolutions and such. Right. Um, but oftentimes they'll, that, that will lead to them to evaluate the relationship, the health, the, the stability of it. Should I be with this person? Can I see myself with this person long term? And sometimes that can lead to the dissolution or the separation within the relationship. Um, lastly, I would say that every now and then people have what's called seasonal affective disorder, where they get really sad and depressed around the holidays because the holidays aren't always a happy time for everyone. You know, mm -hmm. that can remind them of triggers in the past or a past breakup or a family member who died or some, some, something else that happened in their past. So, again, there's a lot of different reasons people will break up over the holidays, but definitely increased stress, uh, pressure to commit. Um, the expectations they, that they have. And then, you know, again, them just reevaluating where they're at in life sometimes will lead to a breakup. Mm -hmm. Well, we, we found this article, uh, and it was titled Expert Advice on How to Survive the Holiday After a Breakup. It's got seven tips here. It was written by Jacqueline uh, Gualtieri and, uh, from 2021. And one of the first things on this list of uh, the seven top tips is don't miss out on your favorite parts of the holiday. But when you're trying to figure out how to survive the holidays after a break, breakup, being around people can be very difficult. So how do you navigate, uh, Dr. Vaughn? Uh, yeah, so, well, the thing about it is that you have to make sure that you're around people that will support you and make you feel safe. I actually had to come up with a client um, not too long ago uh, that they were talking about a difficult relationship, and their friends kept saying, you need to break up with this person. But they were like, no, um, um, I don't really don't want to talk about this, and this is not where I would like to, the conversation to go. In fact, I would like to you know, not disclose this information at all, but their friends kept pressuring them to talk about it mm -hmm. and try to make them break up with the person. So mm -hmm. that means that that person wasn't a safe space. You know, people tend to open up and be vulnerable when they feel safe. And whenever yeah. you're seeking support from someone, you know, if that person, let's say they are a drama queen or, or I don't know if there's a drama prince or king, or, but again, uh, if they're really dramatic and they just want to spread your business, that person's probably not a safe space. You know, mm -hmm. if they're pressuring you to talk about something when you've set a boundary, 
uh, first you do need to set a boundary. But if they're pressuring you to talk about it when you're not ready, that person's probably not a safe space. You know, um, if if you feel uh, that little tingling in your, your spidey sense and it's like, mm, I'm not quite sure, you know, uh, just really follow your gut. First, mm-hmm. acknowledge your feelings. But then whenever you're expressing those feelings to someone, make sure that they're the kind of person that you can trust. Um, right. They won't take your business elsewhere and that they'll be supportive of you, not judge you. What kind of person would make that decision or why would you do that? Um, but really just create that space where you can really just open up, be yourself, be authentic, not feel judged. And also process, you know, what are the things that I did to end up in this place? Because, again, we don't want to be here again. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to give advice to someone who's going through this. Uh, I have someone in my circle right now that's going through a breakup during the holidays. And every bit of advice, you know, I, you know, because I, 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 I waver, too. I'm a hopeless romantic. So I'm like the worst person to ask advice for. I'm, I'm very practical. <laughs> but, you know, I was just like, just text him. You miss him. You know, <laughs> and then I'm like, no, play hard to get. No, you know, <laughs> like, you know, they're like, well, what, which is it? Which is it? You know, <laughs> I'm like I don't know. It's your heart. It's your relationship. You do what your heart and your mind tells you to do. And I think that's really kind of the best advice because we're all going to make mistakes in relationships. And I think that you need to be honest about how you feel and let the cards fall where they may. If, 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 you know, that, that old expression, if you love someone, let them go. If they come back, you'll know it was meant to be, or it's something like that, right? If somebody broke up with me over the holidays and then tried to get back together, I would tell them to just forget it. Yeah. Like ruin my holiday and then get back together. No, yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah, uh, well, it was before the holidays, but still, you know, uh, and it was a, a longer relationship. But it's just such—it's the worst feeling in the world to have a broken heart. Can we all agree on that? It's like the worst. Mm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it really does. So. It does. It hurts. It, it does. It physically hurt. Can people really die of a broken heart, Doctor Vaughn? <sighs> Uh, well, you know, uh, well, when we talk about a broken heart, I'm just going to couch it or frame it in the aspect of grief. And grief is something that will occur in life. You can't get away from it. It's part of the human experience. And when that relationship dies, it's what I would call a projection death. You've heard me talk about this before. And that's like, uh-huh. you know, not only like if we break up, okay, I'm grieving the relationship, um, all the habits that we have, the routines that we have, the rituals. Um, you know, whenever that holiday song comes on or the certain music comes on, you know, I, I get triggered because, oh, yeah. you know, that reminds me of the time that we had together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, again, so so I'm grieving what has just occurred, and I'm sad about that. And, again, you're going to have all the symptomology of depression and all, uh, so on and so forth. But I'm also grieving the potential for the relationship, where it could have gone. And so, you know, we started talking about wedding planning and how many kids we're going to have and the Mm -hmm. white picket fence and this many dogs and so on and so forth. Well, whenever the relationship dies, all that potential, that potential, that potentiality, that, you know, the the dream, the vision, that dies with it as well. And so you're going to experience grief on many different levels. Uh, Bernadette, you were saying earlier, like, hey, you know, why don't you call them? Uh, then, uh, in fact, play hard to get. Well, that's, you know, <laughs> acknowledge, your fe- acknowledge your feelings because you're going to have a range of emotions yeah, as you uh, kind of go through this process. And you're going to make mistakes. Let the, you know, it's, it, it's a journey. It really is. And I know when someone's really hurting, they can't see that. But we all know that we've had past relationships where you really thought you were just going to die, you know, when, when the two of you broke up. Only to be and in, become indifferent about that relationship, right? Where you just don't even care. You don't even give a flip. You don't feel anything, not good or bad. And we've all been there if we've been on earth long enough, right? And uh, been in enough relationships. It's an eventuality, really, isn't it? To have a broken heart at some point in your life? 
Yeah, I mean, you will experience broken arms. Most people do, by and large. But um, I like what you just said, Bernadette, um, you know, whenever you just don't give a flip. So I kind of want to differentiate here. And so I like to say the uh, the opposite of love is not hate. It is right. really apathy or indifference, mm-hmm. like whenever mm-hmm. you just stop caring. Now, to me, that being apathetic towards someone, because, I, you know, it doesn't bother me if you date somebody else or if you try to call me, like, you know what, you're, what you choose to do doesn't affect me anymore. That would right. be ideal, or at least that's indicative of, hey, you know what, I'm probably kind of over this relationship. But if I am just being mean or I'm being stubborn or I'm acting like I'm over it and I'm not actually apathetic to it, I'm just acting like it, that means this is a false, you know, I'm, this is a mask. I'm really still not over this thing. Anytime this person's name comes up, you know, my heart tends to flutter. I feel this little tug. I'm like, mm, yeah, you're probably still, you, you got there mm-hmm. some residue right there. And yeah. so, some of this really involves your ability to be self-aware with where you're at with your feelings. First, acknowledge mm-hmm. them, but then also work on awareness of, okay, where am I at? Be honest with yourself yeah. and then work up from wherever you're at, you know. You know well, yeah. And if it's trying to build back there. Do you think if it's hitting you way too hard where, you know, that perhaps unless it was, I can understand if it was a really long relationship and you were caught off guard where you were truly surprised where you didn't think, oh, that'll never happen. And it does. Um like my uh, divorce in 2016. Yeah, yeah, kind of. You know, I went through that, too. I mean, I really, I cried for a whole year. I, I, I had like a nervous breakdown almost. I was a hot mess. And then one day I just woke up and thought, why am I crying? Why am I still crying? And, and I had to face uh, the facts that maybe I was a little codependent, you know? So. Yeah, yeah. So it really, again, it goes back to meaning. And you've heard me say this as well, that is not what happens in a relationship, it's what it means. Mm-hmm. For instance, uh, let's give a couple scenarios. Let's say I'm a 35-year-old woman, and I really want kids. I've dreamed about this my whole life. I've been dating somebody for four years. They break up with me, and then I see this as my last hope to having kids. Like, right. yes, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be devastated. Yep. Or let's say I am a you know 45-year-old woman, and I have four kids, some of which are young at home, and then we break up. Well, who's going to be here to provide? Who's going to be here to help? Um, you know, me parent the kids. Or again, it's really about what it means. And so it's not just a breakup, but again, all the implications of what that breakup means inside of your life and yeah. how it's going to affect your life. And so um, again, um, so when we talk about how bad is it going to be for you, I mean, everybody's going to be different, but when something really matters to you, you tend to grieve it a lot more. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, that song, I don't know if you have this in our, in our catalog, uh, Jerry, that song, Cry, Cry, Cry by Highway 101. I love that song. <laughs> if you can find it, uh, let's play it at the next break. It's a great song. If you've never heard it, it's about cry, cry, cry. <laughs> it's How so good. <laughs> well, Who'd you for, say it was by? Uh, Highway 101. I have to tell you, because I just heard about this on a <laughs> podcast, you can die from a broken heart, and it is called Takosubo Cardiomyopathy. You go, broken girl. Heart, <laughs> it's broken heart syndrome, and it's when the heart muscle becomes suddenly stunned or weakened, and it occurs after mm. a severe emotional or physical stress. Wow. That is, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Wow. And that's why you need to be responsible with your love when you're doling it out to the universe, right? <laughs> and consider the other person to some degree, right? Um, to a, a big degree, at least as much as you try to, you know, love uh, fairly, if you will. I think that's a great message because, gosh, you wouldn't want to harm somebody like that. And uh, I think we need to go to break. I don't know if, if you found the song, Jerry, but we can play it at the next break. You just let me know when you're ready to roll because I don't want to trip you. <laughs> Trip me. 
you know, I'm you a up. professional, baby. Let's I go know to break. that, but still. All right, let's go to break. We'll be right back. You are listening to One Life Radio. Follow us on social media at One Life Radio. Children's Health Defense, led by Robert F. Kennedy Jr., is devoted to the health of all people and the planet. Their team fights tirelessly against the public health policies, practices, and mandates that are harming our health and threatening our medical freedoms. Children's Health Defense steps in where others fear to tread. Visit childrenshealthdefense.org and tune in every Monday for health freedom news and views with the president of Children's Health Defense, Mary Holland. Centuries before scientists identified the incredible nutritive value of beef liver, our ancestors naturally revered it for the energy and vitality it provides. But most people today find liver's health benefits much more appealing than its flavor. That's why our partner Enviromedica offers a superior New Zealand grass-fed beef liver supplement. All the complex benefits of this ancient powerhouse superfood in modern, easy-to-swallow capsule form. Find out how to rewild yourself for optimum health at Enviromedica.com. That's Enviromedica.com. Wellbeing Journal is a remarkable bi-monthly health publication esteemed by intelligent readers worldwide. It's available in print or digital, single issues or subscription. Its focus is on living a happy, healthy life and preventing or healing illnesses naturally. Preventing or healing cancer, arthritis, cardiovascular conditions, and digestive issues, as well as nutritional solutions for optimal health are regular subjects. Learn more at wellbeingjournal.com. Want to advertise on One Life Radio? Send us an email, info at oneliferadio.com. Contagiously positive, One Life Radio is back. Oh my God. I love this song too. Woo! <laughs> We're having too much fun here today, everyone. Welcome back to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette Fiaschetti with Jerry Caldwell, Marie Early, and Dr. Von Eaglin. We are continuing our live broadcast here from Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia, as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. And I want to remind everyone that if you miss the broadcast, not to worry. You can always listen to the podcast after the broadcast on your favorite podcast app. Uh, and uh, yeah, we just hit 300,000 downloads recently, mm-hmm. over 300,000. Yeah. So yay. <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked about that. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> He's a cutie. What's his name? The one that, <laughs> oh my God, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. All right. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. I'm all right with him. No, just kidding. I keep getting older and they stay the same age. That's the thing about high school girls. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm just going to sit here in the front seat of my Lincoln and roll this booger. Oh, my gosh. Well, Jerry, you know, uh, I I love being on there with you and you too, Dr. Vaughn and Marie. And today we're talking about how to get through a holiday breakup. We've got seven tips for surviving the holidays after a breakup. The, The tip number two is to try to avoid letting your emotions fester. How do we do this, Dr. Vaughn? How do we not let our emotions fester? Well, you know, a couple of different things. And the first thing I would say is be, well, acknowledge where you're at because you're going to have a variety of, of emotions, like we talked about right before the break, is that you're going to have a range of emotions. And so, and then managing those emotions can be stressful. I always like to say all of your feelings are acceptable. All your behaviors are not. But so if you feel angry, 
If you feel sad, that's normal. If you feel betrayed, if you feel embarrassed, because a lot of times it can be embarrassing if your partner who you have been with for a while, you know, doesn't come over and you have to answer these questions from family members and different things like that or from friends. Um, So one, acknowledge where you're at and then be willing to uh, be okay with those feelings. Give yourself permission to grieve if that's what you're doing. Um, and again, do not judge yourself for those things. So, but things, uh, that you can do instead of letting your emotions fester, one, express yourself, talk to a friend again, make sure that that's a safe space. Um, do things that like exercise regularly, because a lot of times that goes by the wayside. A lot of physical activity will reduce over, over the holidays because we're eating, we're drinking more, we're spending time with friends. Uh, so that can impact your emotional state. Um, but honestly, some of this just boils down to being mindful, meditating about where you're at. Um, managing your stress level, and again, setting boundaries as well is also important mm-hmm. because uh, not everyone is going to have your best interests in mind. So those are some of the things you can do to avoid letting your emotions fester. So set some boundaries, exercise, seeking support from people you really enjoy being around, acknowledging where you're at, and um, yeah, and just continue to work on developing a routine that uh, that will improve your life mm-hmm. uh, day by day. And sometimes it's just about taking it one day at a time. Yeah, not one day. Too far ahead. Yeah, that's what I told a person yesterday that's going through this one day at a time, just one day at a time. You got through today and there's you'll get through tomorrow. Just keep moving forward. That's great advice about the mindfulness and the meditation, all of that, Vaughn, and exercise fights depression. The, a recent uh, wa- um, uh, British, uh, the B, what is it, BJ, what is it? Um, BMJ, the Brit- British Medical Journal, uh, now has classified exercise as a drug. Like it has the same effect as, as a drug. And it's a powerful one, and it's free, and it's always available. Go out into nature, get a walk, all those things like Vaughn was talking about. Okay, on this list, number three is be prepared for questions. What do we say to people if we don't feel like sharing? So many people are like, oh, my God, what happened? Why would you guys break up? What do you do with that? <laughs> so, yeah, I, it's like, this is none of your business. This is what I call none of you. This is none of your business. And so uh-huh. uh, keep it brief, keep it really general. You know, very nonspecific uh, responses probably work best right here. Hey, weren't y'all together? And w- what happened with it? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. well, you know, uh, mm-hmm. that's not happening anymore. Or, hey, you know what? Um, you know, or you can also set a boundary, a search of boundaries. So, one, give a brief general response. If the person continues to be intrusive, they continue to want to pester you for more information or they continue to try to, you know, you know, get more information from you, assert your boundaries. And sometimes you have to say it more than once. Hey, you know what? I'm not comfortable, uh, 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 you know, talking about that. You know, sometimes maybe start out with something like, oh, no, you know, would it be okay if we don't discuss that? But if it continues, hey, you know what? I would prefer not to talk about that. So, again, just depending on who you're, who you're dealing with, you may have to be more assertive. Uh, sometimes you may use a little humor to kind of, you know, um, deflect, um, you know, uh, that's classified information. What are you talking about? You know what I mean? Uh, or something like that. So, mm-hmm. um, but take your really nose and put it in your own business. <laughs> yeah. That song, I'm thinking of that song, mind your own business and you won't be mind and mind or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I have, yeah. Vaughn, is it okay to just kind of lie? Or if you just don't want to talk about it, like just say you're still together or something no, until after the I, holiday. I, I'm not the shrink here, but I wouldn't <laughs> think that's healthy. <laughs> so, well, you know, and so, sometimes I will say this, depending on who you're talking to, that can sometimes be appropriate. I don't, I don't you know, I don't, I don't suggest lying to anybody because, again, you have to come back in and remember that line and have to deal with right. it later on. But, well, but and, sometimes, I, like if you have a talk, go ahead. 
No, no, no. I was just going to say it would sa- sounds like a Seinfeld episode. And then <laughs> you're walking down the street and they, they're, they're, they're with another person. And you go back and you say, oh, my God, they're cheating. on." You know, right? I could just see something oh, yeah. like that happening. <laughs> I know. It's just... Yeah. So, but, yeah, every, every now and then, you know, you may, but, uh, you know, lying about it, yeah, probably not the best thing. I would, if I had it my way, my idea would be stating where you're at, asserting your boundaries, letting, politely letting someone know. Um, you know, uh, changing the subject if they continue to, uh, you know, uh, continue to try to be intrusive about it, uh, suggest another time we talk about this, um, you know, so different things of that nature. That's what I would probably uh-huh. uh, lean in towards. But, you know, keep it brief, keep it general. No, mm-hmm. you know, I appreciate your concern, but I'd rather not talk about it, you know, and I say, hey, have you seen any good movies lately? Something like that, you know. Yeah. So, or just be uh, honest. Say, yeah. I'm hurting. I can't talk mm-hmm. about it right now. I'm really hurting. Next subject, you know, but I'm um, looking at the clock and we need to go to break because I'm going to I'm teasing right now. But um, when we get back, we're going to talk about what if you've already bought a gift? Mm. And is it true? The old adage, the best way to get over one guy is to get under another. We're going to talk <laughs> about it. Hey, now. <laughs> when we get back <laughs> with Dr. Von Eaglin. Stay tuned. You are listening to One Life Radio. You're listening to One Life Radio. Make sure you check out our podcast and get to know the show at oneliferadio.com. In today's environment, books provide the most reliable means for disseminating knowledge. Children's Health Defense Publishing offers titles written by foremost authorities and courageous voices who speak the truth despite criticism and consequences, often at the expense of their careers. Here are the latest must-reads in the fight for truth. The Courage to Face COVID-19, Preventing Hospitalization and Death While Battling the Biopharmaceutical Complex by true crime writer John Leake and prominent research cardiologist Dr. Peter McCullough. Lies My Government Told Me and the Better Future Coming by Dr. Robert Malone. And Cause Unknown, the epidemic of sudden deaths in 2021 and 2022 by former BlackRock fund manager Ed Dowd. Get your copies today at skyhorsepublishing.com and listen to the show every Monday with Mary Holland, president of Children's Health Defense for updates and deep dives into these new releases. That's skyhorsepublishing.com. The ecosystems of the body and the earth are inseparable. Gut health is the foundation of all health. And just as biodiversity is integral to the health of the earth's ecosystems, microbial diversity and balance are key to the health of your gut microbiome. I have been taking Enviromedica probiotics for over six years now, and I encourage you to try them as well. Rewild your gut with spore-based probiotics and wild-harvested prebiotics. Visit Enviromedica.com and check out all of their excellent products. Get reconnected to the earth with Enviromedica. That's Enviromedica.com. We're back. More of One Life Radio starts now. Welcome back to One Life Radio, everyone. This is Bernadette Fiaschetti with Jerry Caldwell, Marie Early, and Dr. Von Eaglin. We are continuing our live broadcast here from Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia, as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. We're talking about how to get through the holiday breakup just before the break. I teased, uh, if you already bought a gift, uh, what do you do? Um, so that, I'm jumping ahead here. That's number five, uh, and I'll go back to number four, but... What do you do, Vaughn, if you've already bought a gift? Do you return it? 
Uh, yeah, so um, I'm probably going to say don't give it out um, simply because if you've already broken on, broken up with this person and you're trying to do some healing, then that gift can sometimes send a mixed signal. Oftentimes it will send mm-hmm. a mixed signal, and that can potentially be confusing for both you and your ex, you know. So mm-hmm. like, hey, um, are we together or what's the status of our relationship post-breakup? Um, you know, now there are some guys or some gals who may give a gift uh, hoping that the door is still open. You know, but again, what's the, what's, what does the gift mean, in other words? Because if the gift, you know, opens up some emotional boundaries that uh, need to be that need to be respected after your breakup or kind of gives you this false sense of hope, like, oh, you know what? Hey, I might just have, you know, a one in a million chance kind of deal. Well, you know, I mean, that gift can sometimes, although you may have good intentions, it can sometimes uh, still mean something that you didn't intend. So, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll probably stay away from it personally. Yeah. And, uh, okay, and I'm going to address what I said before the break, too. So no holiday rebounds is on this list. So the adage isn't true about the best way to get over a guy is to get under one. Is that true or false, Dr. Vaughn? <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on what your goal is, right? So, um, so, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, uh, uh, anyways, but in all seriousness, usually um, I would say that's probably not the best thing because when you're grieving, um, I like to say, uh, use the HALT acronym, don't make any big decisions when you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. And mm-hmm. from my standpoint, um, you know, getting into a relationship or getting involved with somebody, especially if it's an actual relationship, I'm not just going out having impersonal sex or, or a fling with somebody, um, then usually you don't have the emotional readiness because after a breakup, you need time to heal. You need time to process through your emotions if you have any unresolved feelings or complications about the relationship um, because usually you have some you know, whenever you're whenever you're really grieving, sometimes you just want something to distract yourself. Yeah, so well, sometimes a rebound relationship can represent that. Go ahead. Well, and you might get back together, and then you have to tell the other person, hey, I slept with this guy, or I slept with this woman, you know, right? <laughs> and then you're like, what? Now we really are not getting back together. <laughs> Remember, friends? But we were on a break. Yeah. No, I know yeah. people that have done that and then gone, oopsie, and then, of course, it destroyed the relationship yeah. that was already had a little crack in it, to go back to the, the first uh, part of the show. Um, because, yeah, that'll, yeah. you know, if it, it, because if, if there's no... Um, if there's no betrayal and it's something small, I'll say, or a crack that maybe got out of control while you broke up, there's always a chance that you could get back together, right? Yeah. So, well, I know people who uh, just kind of live with that guilt. They just take it to the grave. It's like, you know what? I did it. Uh, I don't think my partner needs to know the why's because if I do, it's going to create mm-hmm. a lot more uh, hurt, mm-hmm. pain, and anguish in the relationship. So, no, no. I'm, I'm, yes, I went and slept with someone else, but I'm taking it to the grave, and I'll deal with the guilt and the conviction on my own. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Again, everybody's different, but... Um, I couldn't yeah, do that. Part. I could not do that. <laughs> Wait, I remember one time I broke up... I broke up with a guy, and then I went and I ended up making out with another guy, and I felt so guilty. I came home, and I told him. We were broken up, but we were still living together, and I told him, and oh my gosh, like... And it's funny because uh, we ended up getting married, actually. <laughs> but, but I had to be honest with them, you know. I was sorry that I did it, but I was I. And, and t- this is a great segue to what we're, I'm going to say next, okay? Because one of the tips on here is watch your in- in- alcohol intake. I had had a couple glasses of wine, let my defenses down, and I just started, you know, kissing this guy. Well, he kissed me first. He made the first move, and then I didn't, you know. No, he did. I I promise you. Yeah. But that's right. Okay. 
So uh, no well, alcohol, or watch it. Watch your alcohol intake well, is the tip. Oftentimes, you know, well, we all know this alcohol will impair your judgment, kind of lowers your inhibition. Uh, you'll probably sometimes do things you won't regret later. You know, sometimes you can be impulsive. Uh, a lot of people get a lot of, uh, you know, they deal with their anxiety on alcohol, you know, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just, just the way alcohol can do it uh, or it just affects us. Now, here's the thing about Bernadette, and this is maybe a question for you. So alcohol usually, does, it, when, we say, when we say it impairs your judgment, usually people, whenever they are uh, uh, drunk, they actually know what they're doing and the consequences. Yeah, I wasn't drunk. Care. I was just a little yeah, tipsy, okay. you know. Just a little tipsy. Okay, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, so, uh, again, we, we may not care about the consequences as much whenever we, you know, drink a little bit. And, and so, but uh, it, it just really depends on some, uh, someone's level of integrity or their character. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and again, everyone's going to deal with it differently. But again, getting under someone else to try to get over somebody mm-hmm. usually sometimes complicates things a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, and you never address what's really going on, right? Uh, and why you broke up. You have to take that time of silence, of, if you will, with yourself and the universe to figure out what happened here so that you don't repeat that mistake. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So um, there's, there's a reason that you ended up breaking up with it. Did you stay in a relationship too long? Did you see red flags that you didn't pay attention to? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what, what were the things that you missed? What responsibility did you have in the downfall of the relationship? Were you emotionally dismissive? Did you not take responsibility for certain things? Were you untrustworthy? Mm-hmm. Again, you need to do take some time to be really introspective because yeah. the whole goal is, okay, how do I not get here again? Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes it's the other person's fault totally, and you know those are cases where you know someone has a personality disorder, they're narcissistic or abusive, or you know I get all that. But mm-hmm. usually in most relationship breakups, each person, even in a relationship like that, I would say you may be to blame because you allow certain things to happen and you right. to stop to it, you know. And so, you know, so there's some there's some culpability um, in, in, in inside uh, the relationship that you have to assume. And again, be introspective to try to figure out what is that so I don't end up here again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, on this list is uh, Marie. You're acting like you want to say something. Oh, no, uh, <laughs> it's off the subject. But I have a question. If we have time, okay, let's get through the seven mm-hmm. tips, and then you can ask the question. Number uh, number, I, I mixed them all up here. But the last one is take a break from social media. So, what should we do? What should we do instead if we're taking yeah. a break from social media? Yeah, well, do something else instead of because uh, I mean, one social media post can really just disrupt your whole day. You know, I oh, wasn't thinking yeah. about something, and then all of a sudden. You know, this thing came across on my timeline or, uh, you know, I remember uh, this picture that we took at this certain point or someone posted something. Hey, I can't wait to see you at this party with you and your significant other. Again, that can just just trigger you and you don't Mm -hmm. want to be triggered uh, through social media because sometimes you don't go looking for it and it just happens to pop up. And um, so, yeah, do something else and say it again, physical Mm -hmm. activities, uh, reading. Uh, learning something new, spending time with friends and family, rediscovering some old hobbies, you know, volunteer, mm-hmm. you know, journal, something besides getting on social media. Yeah. But it's just so easy when it's just right there in your pocket. Uh, but again, it can sometimes make you just ruin your day, well, change your whole mood and your feelings because well, you just happen to see something. Yeah, and a, and a lot of people get engaged um, during Christmas, right? Oh, right. <laughs> Which would yeah. be a reason to, yeah. why someone might break up with you, like, oh, my God, they're expecting a, an engagement ring or a proposal. And if you're not ready for that, mm-hmm. maybe that's, you know, uh, would, would trigger you to break up with that person. What were you going to say, Well, Marie? this is that kind of, it's like my question, how do I stop from just projecting about picturing 
my ex with like in front of a fireplace and champagne and fire, you know, like his life is just fabulous right now. Yeah. <laughs> what do we do? Cause I, I you that. know, like I obsess over that. Yeah. So, well, you know, there's a couple of reasons why you could obsess over it. Hopefully it's not uh, OCD uh, or anything. You just ruminate about it, but you're missing them. Like I said before, we're dealing with your emotions. You need to be able to process this and, you know, um, so you can kind of calibrate and get back to some equal footing for yourself. But some of that's going to be normal because you don't want them to be experiencing life and living their best life without right. you, you know. And so, um, so yeah, Rated. you will ruminate, you will grieve, but that's part of the process. That's great advice, Dr. Von Eaglin, everyone. Dr. Von, thank you so much. Have a happy Thanksgiving, you and your family, and uh, and we'll talk to you next month <laughs> in a few weeks. Excellent. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, of course, of course. Dr. Von Eaglin, everyone, uh, vontalkstherapy.com. And we got to wrap this up. So, oh, my gosh, you get one body, you get one mind, and you get one life. And love hurts sometimes, and that's okay. You'll get through it, everyone. Drive kindly. Drive kindly. Yes.